Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall. And the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. It is a numbers game on VSIN, hour number two, hour number 10 of the week. I'm Jeff Parles. But who's Ke- counting? Who's counting? Yeah, you are. Apparently. apparently. Oh, again, that's, <laughs> I can do five times two. I am capable of that math. <laughs> Sorry we've been such a strain on you this week. Oh, no, come on. It's been a blast. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. I'm just, ha- I'm just happy, Kelly. I'm just happy to have made it through the week especially uh, with other factors that have been in play this week uh, that uh, that uh, very happy to uh, to be here, be healthy, have Kelly here. As always a uh, great crew uh, as well as do Rob Moreno uh, doing a great job uh, today uh, in the substitution role. Uh, Liz Foster down there as well. Kevin and Sean, both audio guys here for some reason. Uh, uh, you always, always got to have backups. Yeah, hey, guy, well, it's I really mean, look, important. I mean, look, Kev is Kev is so unreliable, as we said earlier he, he in the really show, is, that, yeah. that Sean's got to be here. But. He's got Kev's on the ones, Sean's on the twos. Yes, that's, that's how that works, right? Yeah, yeah, that's how it yes, works. that's how it always works. <laughs> so, Kelly, we we we, talk, we actually talked about this off the air earlier in the week, and we're going to bring this to the air now. DraftKings already posted comeback player of the year in the NFL next mm-hmm. year. And people are thinking probably, as I bring this up, it's February 24th. It's a nebulous award to begin with. How in the world are you bringing this up? <laughs> How are you possibly talking about this? Well, doubters at home, it's because this might be the best betting opportunity there possibly is this year. Because you look at the numbers out there. DraftKings put it up with DeMar Hamlin at plus 250. Trey Lance is six to one, two at plus six fifty. Lamar at seven. The Rams, Stafford and Cup, eight and nine to one respectively. Everyone else is double digits. Okay, Kelly, there's a name on here I actually forgot about. So that's there's where, a name on here I forgot about. So that's so there's you and I were discussing the, this so, off the air. Yeah, so there's a name on here I completely forgot about that actually could get in the way of what we we're about to talk about here. So there's a lot of names on here. You forget how many guys were injured out of no, the but league, there's, but there's one in particular, year. and I have to. I don't know what the technicalities are on this, but I'll get to it in a second. Demar Hamlin being only 250 is kind of stunning to me because of everything that happened on that field in Cincinnati in the days after. What happened with that game with with him being have to re, being revived multiple times? Yeah. 
with him not only surviving but seemingly thriving again now. Plus 250 seems way like an unbelievable price for the better. But then I look down the board, and I'm again, I'm curious on the technicalities of this. John Mechie has had cancer and missed the whole season this year. Leukemia, I believe. At 15 to 1, the receiver out of Alabama, now at Houston. Kelly, what is you can't be a rookie and win this award. We found this out with Brian Robinson this year, where Brian Robinson was shot in the leg before the season and came back and actually had a pretty successful year. We learned he was ineligible to win the award because he had never played an NFL game and was a rookie. Right. John Mechie didn't play at all last year as a rookie. Is he eligible for this award? It's a great question. Because if he and probably pro tip number two that you should check on that. I don't know because if he is eligible, I don't know why he would be if Robinson wasn't. But again, he technically it's technically not his rookie season, even though he didn't play. I know, I know. It's a weird one there. It is. Because it's not like the NBA where if the guy doesn't play, as we saw with Blake Griffin, the second year is technically his rookie year. There are only two bets to be made here, Kelly. It is okay, but but even if you were going to speculate on that one, I'd want a longer number than fifteen to one. I don't know about that because if he plays and he's effective, coming off surviving cancer, yeah, that's a big number. I I, those are the look Hamlet at plus two fifty. I'm stunned because if he gets on the field, and again, if if the situation with Mechie didn't exist, Kelly. It would, this conversation was very different before it, seeing the numbers again. And remember, oh, yeah, John Mechie. John Mechie's missed the season with, with, with cancer last year. Plus 250 on DeMar Hamlin, though. I'm stunned that's not – and I wouldn't have blamed DraftKings for doing this. If they made DeMar Hamlin minus 250, I wouldn't have minded if they did that. Really wouldn't have, Kelly. Yeah, no, no. I, I mean, Gil and I have talked about this a bunch. Gil, I mean, I know Gil said, you know, Demar Hamlin, this is the bet. No, almost no matter what the number is, it gets posted. Um, I think the Mechie angles is interesting that you bring up. I, I just think, I think with both of those guys, are we, are we gonna? This is, this is, this is gonna sound cold. Are we still gonna feel the same way and think the same way with two guys if we don't see them on the field much? Which could be the case. With both of these guys. It's, you got a good point there because Hamlin, very easily, the, the the Bills could go out, make some moves in that second. You remember and Hamlin, when, Hamlin was a sixth-round pick and was, right. was playing and because play? of injury back yes, there. He yes, he played, but, yes. like he, but he's still a backup on that defense. He was a backup on that defense. We also don't know what kind of shape he's going to be in as soon as we get into the season. And Mechie kind of same thing, right? So I, I just don't know when you have so many big names – like a Trey Lance, like a Tua, like a Lamar Jackson, these guys that missed time this year, right, that I don't know could be stud quarterbacks during the season next year. Does do we just do we just drift to think to looking at those guys that we see scoring touchdowns every single week? All right, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be that guy here with Trey Lance. What has Trey Lance come back from in his NFL career? He's played four games. And I know Burrow won comeback player of the year when he hurt. I know, but I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I think Tua should be shorter than him personally. I, yeah, because Tua, Tua legitimately suffered three concussions this year. I would pull Mark Jackson shorter than him too. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't disagree with that. Even though that situation's a little bit weirder than the other ones. But it's a, it's a, again, it's a nebulous market, but it is a fascinating one. It is also. At DraftKings, one of only two awards that are up for this upcoming NFL I was, season. I also just don't know. Like, let's run through all these, though, real quick. Like, do yeah. you think, would you bet on, like, the Rams players are both instant scratches for me. No, like, Trey, I would, you can't I, bet them. I wouldn't bet these because are they, are, do they, do both guys kind of qualify for our thinking of this award? Absolutely. But do I think the Rams are going to be decent enough and these guys are going to actually be good enough next year that they're going to be jumping out off the page to they're us? Not, no. They're, they're not going to be there are too many guys, unless if Stafford is like MVP level. That's what I'm talking They'd have to it's be just not. It's not happening. The other guys on this board, Brees Hall's not going to win it, even though he was well on his way to winning the rookie of the year if he doesn't tear his ACL in Denver earlier in the year. 
I, I just don't see it. Same I mean, deal Jimmy G has to lead someone Garoppolo, to the playoffs. Garoppolo's not winning it. Javante Williams isn't winning it. Rashad Bateman's definitely not definitely. winning it. And then Russell Wilson, they're not even if Russell Wilson has this great year with Sean Payton, Russell Wilson's not going to get the credit for it. They're going to say Payton fixed him. Probably. <laughs> so there's probably a bit of truth there. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, also too, you got to love the report this morning at the Athletic. Where, yeah. Russ tried to get John Schneider and Pete Carroll fired this morning. And then Russ with a full throated denial on social media. Were you at the right point, Kelly, of why bother? Yeah, why bother? Who cares? Why bother? Who cares? Are you really that concerned about your image? Your image got blown up this past I, year. I anyway. mean, un- unless the reporting is 100% false. Which I highly doubt it which is. Which I highly doubt it is. Then what, what, yeah, why do you even need to say anything? Like, it all worked out for you, man. You got, you got money, you're in Denver, you got Sean Payton, and enjoy the next couple years of, I, I miss good Russell Wilson so bad. Why, why am I, the past year has made me dislike a guy who I've rooted for his entire career. He fell off, fell off a cliff talent wise, and now we keep hearing all these stories about this guy that make you want to, you might make you want to dislike him more and more every day. Oh, there's another article that just came. The, the, the other article here, Kelly, uh, or the article, or excuse me, the, the actual article, I should say, another part of the article. Uh, this is articles. I, I, I don't, you know what, actually, after reading the headline, because I just read through the article and skipped over the headline, I mean, this is just a massive hit piece on what Russell Wilson was in Denver this past year, uh, including, again, oh, that Russell Wilson uh, decided to just add cadences and games on the snap call. Denver was second in the league in false starts. Like, it just. Oh, so that's even more about him last year, too. Yeah. No, no, there's a lot of stuff on this, basically, where it's like they gave Russ way too much influence. And uh, this just shows great that then Hackett's going to be awesome with the Jets as the offensive yeah, coordinator, well, too. That's going to be great. If, that, if that's what was happening. Yeah. How do you, how do you have a quarterback who's just adding cadences and ca- causing false starts? We should have known right away that this was going to be an abject train wreck with that first Monday night game in Seattle. Should have just immediately bet every Denver in season under humanly possible. I, I still love the idea of if I could, if I could have, if I could have given the the Broncos ownership a, a time traveling device to go back and I could tell them that hey, you're going to have a top five defense this season, and they're like, oh man, we were thinking about signing Russell Wilson. Like we should really go do that. Now. Like they would think they have a Super Bowl in the bag. If you told them, if you told anyone with the Broncos or betting the Broncos that they had a top five defense, that there's they're thinking, all right, you know what? Not only are we in the AFC title game, we have the AFC title game against either Mahomes or Allen or or Burrow or whoever. We have that game at home. Yeah, they got to come to Denver. They got to <laughs> come to the cold and the elevation. Oh my God, we might win the darn Super Bowl. I would have unloaded no, on five and the Super Bowl. You were five and twelve with the least amount of points in the NFL. <laughs> what a that what, is great. What a disaster. Seriously, what an absolute trade wreck that all was uh, with the Broncos this year. Oh man, right, maybe we'll get Legaza's thoughts on this next to uh, uh, Kelly. Uh, of course, John Legaza. Cork Stats on the Mayo Media Network, also with The Athletic as well. John Legaza will get baseball. You know what? I, I wonder if John is hopping in for the second straight year on Polar Bear MVP futures. That would be something I would like. Talking baseball, maybe a little football as well with our guy John Legaza next on a numbers game. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. 
Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real, live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Eh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today. In addition to the new shows that launch on Monday, Visa will be kicking off new podcasts that give every better the insights, tools, and confidence to make you smarter, better all year long. And there are two going right now that you want to check out today. The Visa College Basketball Betting Podcast is some of the best college hoops analysis around. Tim Murray hosts three episodes a week with invaluable contributions from alternating hosts. Our guys, Adam Burke and Matt Humans joined him three days a week on the College Basketball Betting Podcast. And in the VEASAN Hockey Betting Podcast, our guy, Dan Burke. Dan Burke, not Danny Burke. Just remember, Dan Burke. And hockey betting expert, Andy McNeil. Cover all things hockey two times a week. So the VEASAN College Basketball Betting Podcast, the VEASAN Hockey Betting Podcast, free and available now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe or wherever you get your podcasts. Happy to be with you on a Friday morning. I'm Jeff Parles. Kelly Bidlin is here as well. And now with us, a ball of energy himself. You see his written work on The Athletic. You see him on the Mayo Media Network with Cork Stats. See him during football season, and now with baseball just right around the corner, we can get into some baseball with our guy, John Legaza, who joins us right now. John, it's a pleasure to see you this morning. Hey, Jeff, good morning. Thanks for having me. How's everything, man? Yeah, everything's good. Everything's good. It's good to see you. It's good to see the baseball turf in the background as pitchers oh, yeah. and catchers well there. Spring training games coming up very soon. And, and John, before we get into some macro stuff, uh, you're, you're on to something really exciting with a fantasy baseball guide uh, oh. that you are you are solely creating here. Yes, I really appreciate this. We'll do it really quick. It's my first solo publication. And it started out as like a top 600 ranking for fantasy, but I don't like just rankings. I like to show people why. Like I want to present my best argument for or against and have people be able to decide based on that. So of course, me, if somebody does, I'm going to overdo. And now we, I've written up the first 100 players. It's over... 30,000 words, and it really now applies to betting. We're going to talk about the betting markets. If you want to bet the most home runs for the season, the Cy Young, the Rookie of the Year, you really need a granular lens. You're not going to figure it out looking at home run totals, especially with you know everybody being as sharp as they are now and going up against these markets. So I've kind of added this granular lens to people. It's $9.99 once. And we're going to cover it the whole year. I mean, listen, you're not doing it for the money. I just really like to help people. And again, it'll show you just these arguments that I'd love to present. We're going to do it right now, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Again, go to John's Twitter, at John Legesa, and Thank you, man. You can, you can get it there. Uh, multiple tweets. Uh, you get to see Byron Buxton hitting baseballs <laughs> a very long way as well. Uh, and uh, go on there right now. The top 625 available now. Uh, at John's Appreciate Twitter, at John Legasa. Absolutely, John. Uh, they, we, we love having you on. They, they, anything we can do for you, my man. Uh, just uh, going in, going into this season, John, I just want to get your thoughts on this. 
This is the yeah. biggest gap between the two leagues that I can remember. You have in the NL, to me, the Mets, the Padres, the Braves, and the Dodgers. If you put them in the American League, I would say all four of those teams would be the best team in the AL right now. There are some that would say yeah. maybe, maybe the Phillies, but I'm not all the way there at that, especially with Harper's injury. Can you remember a year where the imbalance between leagues is so egregious like it is, at least on paper, going into this 2023 season? Well, it, it was before we had the universal DH. It was kind of the standard <laughs> operating right. procedure in Major League Baseball, right? And now the right the worm is turned, and we have seen, and maybe it kind of makes sense, the league that was at a disadvantage now getting the rule to benefit them they had been operating at a disadvantage and trying to keep up because that really mattered. You were going into a championship series. Let's use the Red Sox when they were winning and had David Ortiz. Mm-hmm. He's a top 10 hitter in the league that doesn't play the field. That's an extra position that the National League was nobody was ever going to spend $30 million a year on a premium hitter that doesn't field. That's a distinct advantage. Now everything is kind of fair, right? It's evened out and Man, we've seen those National League teams. You mentioned the Phillies. I was waiting to see if you were going to mention them or not. I think they just may be a bullpen arm away Hmm. from making that list. You mentioned missing Bryce Harper. Adding Trey Turner is pretty good. And they're going to be getting Harper back. He's already taking dry swing. So I think come August, and they already showed us, right? You don't even have to be great August. The Nationals in their title run were not very good through the first half. You know, baseball is a marathon, not a sprint. So I think at the end of the day, I think we're going to be adding the Phillies to that list. Right, Houston losing JV. The Yankees, I think, are good. And I, I'm a huge fan. I think they're very good even. But I don't think they're as good as the Braves. Yeah, again, those those I, I, the Phillies could very easily be the last team standing in the NL again. It's more than possible. Yeah, they're they're very talented. Uh, again, it's just that NL East is going to be a war yet again with those three teams. And then that Padres-Dodgers race, at least in the regular season this year, unlike last year, will be a lot of fun uh, through the whole year. Uh, John, just uh, I we'll, we'll start in the American League and then we'll flip over to the NL. I, I want to start in the AL MVP race here, where look, this market is, as long as Otani is playing, he's going to be astronomically short at this time of the year, which he which he is a short shot yet again. Uh, Mike Trout and Aaron Judge are also extraordinarily short. If we're going outside of the top three here. Where would you go? Would you go to a Jordan Alvarez? Would you go with a Vlad Jr.? Uh, would you go with someone like that? Well, I would generally. I'm a bit worried about Jordan Alvarez, to be honest. Mm-hmm. The hand issues that plagued him last year, and we saw a really bad month of him when it was really bad. They hoped the offseason of rest would help. As soon as he started swinging, it started flaring up. So I'm pulling back on any bullishness after Jordan until we see him knock a ball off the moon and then it's all wheels up. I think it's less about the player and more about the formula, the approach. I think you nailed a really good one. Vlad Guerrero, remember people, these awards are given by people. It's not like an objective statistic. So there is swag that is attached and market value and those kind of things, popularity. So Vlad Guerrero, of course, checks all those boxes. And at 13 and a half to one, I can't really think of 12 players better. So there's definitely value with Guerrero. I also like Jose Ramirez. You know, he got hurt also, and he was on fire. Same thing he said for Rafi Devers. So, but you can see where I'm going. Playoff teams on premium teams in premium spots that are going to get that 675, 700 plate appearances allowed them to go over, you know, 230 runs and ribbies, the kind of things you need to win the award. Man, my Yankee friends hate me because I was saying it was Otani over Judge. Just gonna have, he's spectacular. We'll never see anything like this again. Please stay up late sometimes to watch this guy play. But, yeah, those two horses are probably the favorites. John, I'm going to put you on the spot. Shohei Otani is on which team in uh, 2024? I think it's the Dodgers. I think it's Dodgers. I think they're pulling back. It, it appears as if they're pulling back on spending, and that doesn't fit the bill. That, to me, stinks of opportunity. Right. If the Dodgers are going into this year with Trace Thompson, then I think they're going to come home with Otani next year. I think it's a two-horse race, and it all depends on if he wants to stay out west. If he wants to stay out west, yeah. I am 100% with you. But that bidding yeah. war between the Mets and the Dodgers could be something else where we get by far the biggest contract in the history of American professional sports. 
uh, for uh, for uh, Shohei Otani. Uh, yeah. I, uh, going to the NL uh, MVP real quick, uh, John. I'm a little surprised Juan Soto's as short as he is with the amount of great players in the NL and especially with the amount of great players on his own team. Soto is five to one right now. Mookie Betts nine to one. Fernando Tatis Jr. nine to one. That's too short. Uh, Acuna plus nine fifty. Freddie Freeman twelve to one, and everyone else thirteen to one or longer. Goldschmidt and Trey Turner are thirteen to one. I, where are you looking in this market? Because this feels like if you're going to go down the board, this is the better league to go down the board in. Yeah, I'm a little stuck because I think the answer is right there at the top. You know, I do, I really believe the answer is in those top eight or 12 names. My worry has been some of the guys I like have other teammates that are excellent. I really like Austin Riley, but he's got Acuna. I really like Freddie Freeman, but he's got Mookie Betts. And I feel like sometimes maybe that takes away from it. I'm not, I'm not really sure. I'm really stuck. I haven't put any money down. Maybe it's Pete Alonso, 15 to 1. Can't really think of 14 guys more deserving than him. If Goldschmidt... Didn't get off to that incredible start. The polar bear might have won the MVP last year. Yeah, that was uh, that was a good uh, tip. I had a forty to one on Pete Alonso. Just no chance because Goldschmidt was as as yeah. good as he was. Uh, John, we have about a minute to go here. Okay. Are there are there any bets that you have already made? Uh, win totals, team futures that that uh, that yeah. you have in the account. Yes, and this is the kind of stuff you get when you roll with me, the nuance and the context. We're looking at the American League Rookie of the Year. I started betting this at 12 to 1. It's now down to 10 to 1. Bet your bottom dollar. This closes at 4 to 1. The answer to this problem is Masataka Yoshida for the mm-hmm. Boston Red Sox. First of all, it's a relative field. So there's no Julio Rodriguez. There's no Bobby Witt. That stuff matters. He's also 29 years old, so he has experience in his seven years, last seven years. 325 average, 420 OBP, 22 home runs, a 13% walk rate. So he should not be outmatched as far as plate approach, coming over five straight 950 OPS seasons. He got paid to lead off, so he's a full complement for plate appearances. And he's up against Gunnar Henderson, who's good, but he's at 3-1. to one. They should at least be even. But plus 10-1, to one, give me Yoshida. I think he gets up to the Yoshida, 10 to 1, the best number in the market on the Red Sox outfielder. John Legeza, everyone, on the tweets of John Legeza. John, a pleasure as always, and uh, we'll be catching up again with you soon. (laughs) My boy, thank you. Absolutely. Jason Weingarten joins us next. We're talking World Baseball Classic. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Beeson is excited to announce the launch of three new live shows to cover the dynamic sports betting markets like no one else can. With some fresh concepts and pairings, as we head into a new season of sports, Beeson will continue to deliver all the news, analysis, and insights you've come to expect from your favorite team of sports betting experts. Check out the new lineup starting Monday, and you see on your screen if you're watching us, Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shah. Noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, headlining the new shows during the week. And the handle, Noon Eastern on Saturday and Sunday with Matt Brown and Dave Ross headlining the new shows on the weekends. Again, great coverage, as we always do here at VSIN. Happy to be with you on a Friday morning. I'm Jeff Piles. Kelly Bidlin is here. We'll have Jason Weingarten in a second on the World Baseball Classic. Uh, Kelly, <laughs> I just want to go back real quick to what we were talking about earlier before we shift back into baseball here. Just going through this real quick, I'm trying, I've been trying to do some research on if John Mechie is eligible to yeah. win the comeback player of the year. And I'm even more confused than I was when I started the venture. Well, which, good. Is, which is always a good sign. <laughs> yeah, good, good. What do you got? <laughs> no, I it's conflicting. No one no one seems to have a clue. Like again, we didn't know, remember, before the year, we didn't know that Brian Robinson was ineligible. We yeah. found out after the season when Mike Florio wrote the article that, oh, yeah, checked in. Brian Robinson was not eligible. What's funny is I think I've kind of changed my mind since we first brought that up, too, where I think you're right. I think he would be eligible. I think he would be. I don't Because you're right. Not he's, the same. he's not a rookie it's anymore. Not the That's same all as that the, we were holding people back. It's not the same as the NBA. Because remember, Blake Griffin missed his whole rookie season with an injury, came back. Well, it was supposed to be his rookie season, came back the following year, and technically his second year, but they counted as his rookie year and won the rookie of the year with ease. By the way, that was like 15 years ago now. That just shows how old we are, Kelly. Craziness on that. But, man, I, I really do think, after looking at this, if he is eligible, if John Mechie is eligible, that actually is a reasonable bet at 15-1. to 1. 
I really do think that is a good bet, especially, Kelly, if Bryce Young ends up as the quarterback in, uh, in Houston, reuniting with his guy from Bama, chemistry already there. You're not like Brandon Cooks is going to be but, willing to play. I mean, but that's the only part, right? Like you, I'm not saying you're, you're drawing some lines that make sense, yeah. right? But he's still got to get on the field and play. I just don't, I don't know if we're going to, I don't know if we're going to hand this to, uh, hand the award to a guy who's barely played or isn't playing at all, right? Like they've got to get out on the field and do something. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens as we, as we go along. Uh, this is, this is up way early. This award won't be announced until next February. So you'll be hanging your money up for 12 whole months. I know you love doing that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I love doing that for sure. But, uh, I mean, this is a difference, though. <laughs> we talked about this earlier in the week. The difference between a, a Victor Wembanyama bet and this is, well, you're just you're put, you're putting your money in the bank for a few months, and uh, it's, no matter what odds you're betting it at, you're gonna you're gonna get some uh, you're gonna get some return on your uh, in, on your investment. This one, yes, you got to wait a long time, and it's still a gamble. Wait a second, Wembanyama's odds go down. He's no. now minus eight thousand. Isn't that lower than what it was earlier no, no, in the week? No, no, no. Keep, yeah, they keep, they oh, keep they getting worse. Okay. Yeah, they keep okay. getting worse. I, for yeah. some reason, thought it was minus 10,000 at one point. You and I, week. I think, first looked at it, it was 4,000, oh, then 6,000, <laughs> then 8,000. Yeah, so yeah, they have, tick, they have ticked up even more. Because people are listening to, me, to us. It doesn't matter what odds you bet them at. <laughs> as ridiculous as it is, it's minus 8,000. It's still a good bet <laughs> I think you and I nailed it too. With the, it's the ultimate. If it's the ultimate, if you're at a if you're at a place where you could actually get casino drinks or something like that, that's the ultimate. Get a drink ticket. By the way, they also have <laughs> DraftKings. Also has this up real real quick, Kelly. First to be drafted, Webin Yama versus the field. Also, which is the same bet as the first pick. I'm kind of confused. Well, about that one. So that's the other one. Pro tip: shop shop markets within the same uh, sports book for conflicting odds. I'm going to guess they're not different though. No, they are the same. <laughs> they are the same. They are minus 8,000. Uh, and the field, the only thing is, like, the only thing that's, well, actually, you know what the thing is? The field is 25 to 1, and Scoot Henderson is 30 to 1. There's, if, Scoot Henderson's the only other possible pick, if there were going to be one. So, we'll see how we go. Well, we got Jason Weingarten ready to go. Jason Weingarten, of course, a Wide World of Weingarten podcast, uh, Joining us right now, Jason. How you doing this morning? Good morning. How's how's it going? Nice to talk to you guys. It's good to, good to talk to you as well. Uh, it's going pretty well, Jason. Uh, we are just a short period of time away from the World Baseball Classic starting, and Jason, just looking through the top end rosters here, some of these teams, the DR, uh, the US, uh, even even Venezuela and Puerto Rico. These rosters are ridiculous at the top of the field. Yeah, you know, the uh, the Dominican team is going to get all the headlines with the top of their lineup with Juan Soto and uh, what's his name? Julio Rodriguez and Manny Machado and, you know, Jose Ramirez. Actually, I think Jose Ramirez is sitting it out maybe. Um, but either way, I mean, it's an elite lineup and, you know, it gets all the attention. But for me, I think Team Japan is... Mm -hmm. uh, is getting my attention, at least in the futures market. Right now, Jason, Japan is 3-1. to one. Uh, Dominican Republic is the favorite at 2-1. to one. USA, the defending champions at plus 275. Japan is 3-1. to one. I, Jason, again, usually with these, uh, Shohei Otane will play for Team Japan because, again, a lot of these players on the Japan team are playing in, uh, in the NPB, which is the Japanese professional league that, fans over here are not necessarily familiar with. Of course, you have guys sprinkled in that are in Major League Baseball. But 3-1, to one, I was a little surprised to see that number. I did expect them to be the same number or shorter than Team USA. Yeah, you know, obviously Team USA is going to always get the, uh, the attention, you know, especially when the tournament is being played in the United States. I bet Japan around four to one a little bit earlier. So I'm surprised to see that numbers come down a little bit. I think the thing that worries me with both the, the Dominican team and the team USA is like, you know, I don't, I don't want to say that they don't have pitching depth, but like the, the U S is going to start Nick Marti Martinez in a international mm -hmm. tournament. That was the best, you know, pitching the team USA 
could convince to to play in this tournament. And I understand, you know, the hesitation on certain pitchers to, you know, compete in this tournament. But other other nations, it seems like their players are signing up to to pitch. Like Shohei Otani, for example, has said he has no restrictions and, you know, is, is really looking forward to playing in this tournament. Whereas, you know, with Team USA... They couldn't get Clayton Kershaw on the roster. They couldn't get Justin Verlander on the roster. It's, you know, I, I think that that could end up hurting them, you know, when it comes to the elimination games. But, you know, it's going to be a good tournament. Just looking at some of these pool play uh, prices real quick, Jason, and I just want to bring up Pool D, which is the loaded pool. Poor, uh, poor Nicaragua and poor Israel right now in that pool. Uh, you, you make the World Baseball Classic cool. You're saddled with the Dominican Republic, Venezuela, and Puerto Rico in the same group as you. Uh, the DR is minus 300. Venezuela is 4-1 to one and Puerto Rico is plus 450. Is there, is there a possibility of looking at either Venezuela or Puerto Rico at a bloated price in that group? To win the group, I'm not super excited. Uh, Puerto Rico was in the championship game last time out, so it wouldn't surprise me to see him make a run again. For most of these teams, it really just comes down to pitching depth, though. A lot of these lineups will have, you know, really solid middle of the, the order, you know, players, you know, Venezuela, Puerto Rico, even Mexico has a pretty solid lineup. It just comes down to the pitching, which, you know, speaking of Mexico, I've seen that number come down from the mid you know 50s to the 30s i see 22 to 1 on screen now here they have julio urias leading that pitching staff it's actually a pretty good team top to bottom if if i was looking for a long shot farther down the board i think mexico has a chance to make a little bit of a run in this tournament last last tournament i liked venezuela a lot this this tournament i think uh, i think mexico is the uh, the dark horse team Right now, Mexico to win Pool C, which is Team USA, Mexico, Colombia, Canada, and uh, Great Britain. Four to one on Mexico to win the group right now. Is that is that good enough to take a bite of, Jason? Yeah, I don't hate that. That's basically asking, do I think that they could beat Team USA? And I do think they can beat Team USA. Like I said, you know, no offense to Nick Martinez, but the the top of of the the what do you call it? The top of the Team USA. Uh, pitching rotation is not as strong as you would expect in a national international competition. He's Jason Weingarten again, VEASAN contributor uh, on the tweets at Spreadopedia. Jason, uh, pleasure as always to catch up with you. Uh, hey, we're two weeks away from this tournament starting, so uh, we're ready for it, Jason. Can't wait. It's baseball season starting today officially. It's uh, it's good to be back and good to get going. Absolutely. Jason Weingarten, everyone. Uh, uh, when we come back, Full Friday card in the NBA, a pretty weak college basketball card. Kelly and I sort through it as we roll along here on a numbers game on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years. Have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, 
how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. A numbers game on v the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credit like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experience, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. So sign up today or log in to to your current account to get an even bigger piece of the action on BetMGM with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Go to BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 or older to place a wager Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred GAMBLER. Happy to be with you here on a numbers game. I'm Jeff Parles. Kelly Bidlin here as well. Kelly, let's go to the association first. A little bit of a lighter card than usual on a Friday. Yeah, yeah. Because yesterday, yesterday was the big yeah. card <laughs> on a Thursday, but still a few good games out there. And let's. Let's start in Atlanta, all right? Let's start in Atlanta. The Hawks, their first game off the off the break. Cleveland, of course, lost a really close competitive game yesterday at home to Denver. The Hawks, who have, of course, fired Nate McMillan earlier in the week. Joe Prunty, the interim coach, at least for the time being. Hawks, one-point favorites, Kelly. Yeah, this is one that I'll have my eye on all day. Um Back-to-back situation for Cleveland, as you brought up, Jeff. But that's, you know, we're coming off of the All-Star break. These guys have had a week-plus off. It's not something that I'm really going to overreact to or or take into account, I guess, as much as I would in a normal situation. If anybody caught it yesterday, Trey Young uh, continues to have problems, even though he somehow got Nate McMillan fired, which (laughs) there was a problem with those two two months, three months ago. Um, McMillan gets fired. Trey Young still gets excused from practice yesterday for personal reasons. Okay. Don't know what that means, right? Is it is it really just personal stuff that he's dealing with off the court? Uh, is it issues between him and the organization still? I don't know, but keep your eye on that uh, for today. He's not listed on anything injury report-wise, but I saw that note come down, and that will be big, obviously, for this game tonight. Uh, Trey Young, one of the best scorers in the NBA. Cleveland we we talked a bit about it yesterday when they're going up to play Denver. Yes, yes, they got to go into into Atlanta now. Um, this team's one of the best one of the best offensive and defensive teams over the past month. Uh, over their past nine games, we're talking seven and two. They are plus fifteen and a half points in net rating, the best in the league over that time. Second in offense, third in defense over that span. Yes, they lost that game to Denver last night. But if you're talking about going into Atlanta facing a team without Trey Young. I, I'm going to have my eyes on this one all day. If I can get in front of that Trey Young news, if he happens to be out, it will be a bet on Cleveland spot for me. Uh, otherwise, I think it's a great it's a great game to look live too. Uh, both of these teams, uh, up tempo, high scoring teams. I think you could get in on either side theoretically here and have a good chance of making a good live bet. It's just the Hawks. We we talked about it earlier this week. It, it is truly remarkable with the amount of talent that team has yeah. had. That they have just been mediocre. 
these last two years after that Eastern Conference. I, I still I still believe in them, Jeff. We talked about it earlier this week of what what's that Eastern Conference playoffs going to look like. I think they're still in it. But man, it's it, what is going on? It is a lot of questions. I mean, we JVT and I talked about this on Hardwood Handicappers seemingly two months ago, maybe more than that. About okay, you're talking, you're hearing about Trey Young and Nate Mc, Nate McMillan getting into it like every other day. Uh, that we know that this team, this league is run by the players. It, it, anybody who wants to argue against that, just accept the fact. LeBron James is player, coach, and, and general manager out in Laker, uh, out in L.A. for the Lakers. And a lot of these other guys have a lot of sway with their own teams, including Trey Young. Gets Nate McMillan fired. Um, I would expect that this team would bounce back from that and, and start to look better with someone else running the show there now. But I don't know. Something's up. Something's up with Trey. So something to keep an eye on in that. Milwaukee without Giannis tonight, of course, uh, going to miss some time with the the ligament injury in his wrist. Uh, we don't know how long he will miss, but it's uh, nothing that requires surgery. Just a uh, sprained ligaments in there. Taking on Kelly Bidlin's Miami Heat tonight. Up uh, at Fiserv in Milwaukee. Uh, Bucks laying a point and a half here, Kelly. That's right. I've got division tickets on the Hawks and Magic in this division, but it's still my <laughs> Miami Heat somehow. Uh, yeah, he hit the Bucks. I know uh, I know. JVT is on the under. Uh, he wrote up a nice piece on this on VEASAN.com. Make sure to check that out uh, each and every day. He usually does write-ups on uh, games he's looking at. There, so I know he. I know he's on the under here. I think that makes a lot of sense. You're talking about two top five defenses over the past month. Uh, this Milwaukee team, especially in their past seven games, best in the league, only averaging 105 points per game scored against them. No Giannis tonight, so that you know, Jeff, great two way player, one of the best, if not the best, in the game. Yes, it takes away a little bit from their defensive capabilities, but obviously he's not scoring as much as he will on offense. So um, I do like that play from from JVT on the under night. Does look like Kevin Love is going to get uh, is going to suit up for Miami tonight. Will be his first action as a member of the Miami Heat. Like that play though. Strong lean to the under for me. Might be a not a pregame play for me. I don't really like a side here. I just don't. Even without Giannis in the lineup, Bobby Portis looks like he'll be back tonight. If anything, I'd still lean Milwaukee. I just don't trust this Miami Heat team offensively. We'll see how Kevin Love is able to to add to the offense, but it's not going to come right away. Oklahoma City off that uh, gut-wrenching loss yesterday to Utah goes to Phoenix. Uh, Seven-point favorites the Suns are. We thought we might see Kevin Durant tonight. We will not. He scrimmaged earlier this week, but he's not ready just yet. Suns laying seven and again uh, an NBA total of two thirty and a half, which you don't even blink your eye at anymore. Yeah, you really don't. I mean, I mean these uh, this this uh, this Thunder team, SG, it's SGA and a bunch of dudes. Lou Dort, Josh Giddy show up sometimes. Other than that, though, it's pretty much a one man offense, and he's going to control however this team goes. Um, I would I would recommend looking at some rebounding props over. On the sun side of things, you saw Markinen rack up 10, Kessler racked up 18 last night. They've just got the Thunder have nobody down low with any size that can regularly contend on the glass or, or make any defensive stops. I think DeAndre Ayton could feast tonight uh, against this Thunder team down low. So that's actually where I'm looking. I haven't bet that yet, but over points and rebounds for someone like Ayton, I think is a great bet tonight. Walker Kessler, whose numbers are better than Rudy Gobert's this year. It's incredible. It's not what you want in Minnesota. We're, we're going to look back in this in three years and, let, and talk about it as being one of the greatest trades ever made. Well, or one of the worst trades ever made. Whichever yeah, depending on which side you're on. Yeah. Whichever side you're on. Uh, one more game I want to get to, Kelly. Uh, the Kings, who again uh, are closing in on the Memphis Grizzlies for the two seed, as wild as that is. They're in L.A. tonight. Take on the Clippers. Clippers laying six and a half. Yeah, another, uh, another one of the marquee games tonight. This is no Zubots for the Clippers tonight. So th- I think what you're going to see here is even more wide open play. This is why that total, wait, wait, you, you involve the Kings in any game, you're going to get a high total. But the total's as high as it is because Zubots isn't in there. Miles Plumley going to have a lot of work to do uh, down low tonight. Demonis Sabonis could have a big game for the Kings. I, for me, this would be lean Kings catching six and a half. I see a seven out there. You start to get over. Over those key number ranges in the NBA, uh, you know, get to a seven over that. That's going to be that would be tough for me to stay away 
from tonight with the Kings, but it's not a bet I've made yet, Jeff. But that's another one I'm keeping my eye on because that Clippers money, if that keeps coming in all day like it often does, we get to a seven and a half, something like that, I might be pulling the trigger on Sacramento. In college hoops tonight, there were only two games that popped in the numbers, Kelly, but they are big favorites, and that scares me. That scares me a whole lot. The two that popped, the first one is in the Sun Belt, the regular season finale between Georgia State and James Madison, as we all expected, Kelly. My numbers popped on James Madison overnight at minus 13, and they still pop on minus 15, which is out there. Oh, boy. Which is a frightening proposition. That sounds like a fun Friday oh, night. My Lay goodness. 15 points. Come Lay on, 15. Jeff, what could happen? And, and the other part of this, too, these teams are on one day of rest. They played on Wednesday. Georgia State got smacked by App State, and James Madison lost a really difficult loss to a, a, a good Marshall team in a game they probably should have won in a ridiculously high-scoring affair, but, oh, boy, that's kind of dicey. And then the other one, I know our audio guy, Sean McCollum, is not going to like this. My numbers popped on UNLV tonight. No, which, what do you mean he's not going to like that? No, I mean, whenever I bet Sean, on UNLV, UNLV they, whenever, whenever, they, whenever, whenever I bet on UNLV, they, they don't cover and they lose. Yeah, I think, like, nine I think isn't that their thing? Isn't yeah, that kind of their kind of thing? What it's been. <laughs> they lay nine tonight against Air Force. I... I'm going to have probably the James Madison one in the account, but, oh, boy, a lot of points to be laying, even though Georgia State has been brutal of late. That's all the time we have here on a numbers game. For Kelly Bidlin, I'm Jeff Barlow. Enjoyed the week. Gil is back on Monday. Looking forward to that. Thank you, Kelly. Appreciate it. The Lombardi line is coming your way next here on Visa. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.